0: Rusty Quill Presents.
2: plushcare.com slash weight loss
1: spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine with the weather warming up it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk Peloton has everything you need to help you get going get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com
0: every passing moment is an end and a beginning welcome back to spirit box radio faithful listeners, I've had a busy week this week. The search for former scaresmongers is finally beginning to turn up some useful leads, so I've been going through them with a couple of forums members to try and determine which ones are the best for us to follow. What's fascinating is how few of them seem to have tried to go back to their former lives once they left the cult. I suppose they were always running from something, weren't they? So it makes sense that only a few of them want to go back. I suppose there's fear in it too. Fear of having to confront your mistakes. It's one thing to have made them, felt the guilt, tried to repent, and tried to find a way to move forward in your life, but something wholly different to look at the people who once loved you and ask them to do the same. To them, you're all these things, memories, that make up who they know you to be. When you ask for forgiveness, you're not just asking people to forget what you've done. You're asking them to accept you for the mistakes you've made and allow you to move forward in spite of them. Not everyone can do that, and that's okay. But it can be painful. Very painful like growing pains but emotionally. I have to believe people are capable of change but at the same time I know that even if Em were alive I'd have a hard time trying to have a relationship with her. I don't even really know what happened besides the broad strokes. Kitty won't talk to me about the rest of it. Hannah still isn't talking to me at all really. I think they think it'll hurt me. It's like I don't know. Like, they think that the knowledge of what happened will make it somehow worse that it did happen. But, like, these things, they impact me, don't they? I don't know that I want all the gory details, but I think it would help to have a little context for where I am the way I am. Not that I have no context at all. And now is more important than then. But still. You know. The memories are there somewhere. I... I don't know if I want them back, exactly. I'd like to... Read them like a book that I can put down whenever it gets too much. Am I making any sense at all? It's just strange, I suppose. It's a strange life. Maybe if I had the memories back, I'd understand why Anna won't reach out. Still. It's been so many long months. And I know she wanted space and everything, but this much for this long? I speak with Arlo and they make it sound like Anna just needs time, but at this point, how much time, you know? Surely it gets to a point where what we need is to speak about it all, or never speak again. And I miss her. I want her in my life. It feels wrong that she'd just be... gone. Like this. I don't know. I just want it to be alright. And if she'd even just explain, you know? But it's fine. I shouldn't complain. It's not fair to her. I'm the one that did the bad thing here. I know it's not a punishment that she's not speaking to me, but it's hard to remember that when it feels so much like one. Anyway, I do have an augury forecast for you all this week, faithful listeners. I found this one in the microwave, oddly enough. The microwave is pretty new. Oliver's never had one before. He says they make him suspicious. Nothing should be able to cook food that fast, which doesn't have arcane power, he says. Well, anyway, here's the augury forecast. There is calm in the eyes of storms. You cannot love life until you live the life you love. The crow flies north against the wind. If your hair is artificially coloured, this week is an auspicious one for new piercings. Those of you whose name ends in the letter L or Y, be wary of potholes this month. If you find your life cast in shadow, remember this. There are no shadows in an endless darkness. It is the presence of light that casts them. Seven sparrows settle on the fence. If you are a Scorpio, avoid switching laundry products without doing your research. Everyone can probably benefit from this advice, actually. Change what you can and know what you cannot. So concludes the augury forecast. Mixed bag, that one. Well, so it goes, I guess. Arcane things, innit? I just sort of like that. I remember once Em said to me, sorrow is a shadow cast by joy, which I don't know. I've always thought it was a pretty miserable way of looking at the world, honestly. Like, happiness comes with an inevitable cost, and any good comes with a necessary price of something bad. She was talking about the arcane, I think. I don't really remember. It's in that funny part of my memory where everything is sounds and colours and not much more. At the time, I don't think I thought much of it, but I don't think I had the capacity for much thinking then at all, really. Who knows, honestly. There is magic that isn't a sort of monkey's paw situation. I've seen it. How I've done some of it. What are the drawbacks to being able to instantly turn bread into toast? None, I tell you. Magic does have its costs, though. It's unforeseen and unintended consequences. The less thoroughly you understand a situation you're trying to intervene with, the messier those things can become. Account for all eventualities, that's the best way to go about it, or the vibes can take a shift in a direction you don't expect. Even then, I suppose, there's no avoiding consequences. Em's parents seemed to try pretty hard to make sure nothing bad went down with her, and they ended up dead, and M was... well, she was Em. How much of who she was is a direct consequence of her parents' decisions. How much of who I am. The consequences are like this huge snowball rolling down a mountain, picking up more and more mass as it goes. There's just, there's so much stuff there. This whole big wodge of, ugh, that I don't even know how to unpick. I don't even know what most of it is, but I know it's there and it changes stuff. It changes me. It's changed Anna and Kitty too. If there was a way to just stop it, halt the giant snowball that's crashing through all of our lives, I wonder how different we'd be. How little like the people we understand ourselves as we'd become. I, it's like so much of now is informed by then. So much of then is present here now. That's the thing people don't understand about ghosts, I think. It's the ones that are the remains of whole people that have lived before that people are most scared of the ones they want to talk to, to séance with. But really, it's the ghosts of who we ourselves were that haunt us the most. The ghosts of the people who we never were, never had the chance to be. Things we missed, decisions made differently, paths we could have walked but never had chance to. When you look at the world from the arcane, you can see it all. Dead threads like ghosts wrapped around our own lives. Unlived lives that stray away from the ones we're living. Most people don't call them ghosts at all. They call them regrets. Sometimes we feel them. In those moments, those ghostly threads constrict around the weave of our lives so tightly, it's like our souls are choking on them. The more we notice, the more we try to grab at them, the tighter their hold on us becomes, the stronger their grip is. Sometimes it gets so tight it can make you stop in your tracks, and the weave of your life tangles, knots, folds back on itself. Threads fray from the weave and turn dull and grey and empty. All the light and shimmer of existence is caught up in that knot of the real, enmeshed into the faded impression of things that never were. I've seen this so many times now. I've felt the way the threads tangle. I know it well. I understand it. I can name it, see it, recognise when it's happening to me. That's good because it means I can let it go even if it's only one shimmering strand at a time and emerge from the other side. But the monkey's poor of it all is that I can see it in other people's threads too. Everyone has moments like this in their lives, some more than others, but... Anna. Anna's whole life is this mess of knots like that, knots upon knots, looping back and around, somehow moving forward, but I don't know how because she never lets it go, she never puts it down. She treats things that didn't happen like they should be happening instead. She, I don't want to see this about her. I don't want to know it. I can't fix it. I can't make it better. I can't even make her see who she would be without all of that is another ghost, another thing she isn't. And she's not static. She carries it all and she doesn't have to, but she's moving forward. She's living her life, even if I'm not in it right now. You'd think being able to see all this shit would help me understand her, but it doesn't. Not really. Because even though I can witness it in more detail than maybe anyone else, I don't know what it's like. I can't know because she won't tell me. I just, when she left before, it wasn't her fault. None of it was her fault. I know she was trying to live, trying to survive the only way she knew how. And she was right. She shouldn't have to parent Kitty and I. She shouldn't. She's not. But Anna has a gift, an arcane gift. She can hear truth in an instant. Knowing now what M was like, how much of what she said was lies, how much of it was the truth twisted up. I, I can't imagine what it was like for her having to listen to it all on loudspeaker all the time, the falseness of it blaring out all hours of the day. It's not a fair thing to ask, I know, but I wish I could tell her how I think I'm feeling. Just because she'd be able to tell me, you know. She'd be able to tell me... How much of what I'm telling myself about it all, about me, the crown, the end of the world, how much of it is a lie?
3: Interesting how she's cut you off.
0: God, Scourge, not now.
3: There's no good time to face an inconvenient truth, Sam. Anna walked away because she sees what you refused her. And what's that? (laughs) (laughs) You're not her brother. You're not even human. You're something else. Something stranger, Something arcane. You're the son of the unknown itself. Rightful heir to his throne. The unknown itself? King of the Blood Rose Crown. What does it mean, Sam? I don't know. All those letters, all the little people on your forums, living and dead, books upon books, notes in the margins, the composite knowledge of more arcanish than has literally ever been brought together before, and you still haven't found the answer. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, Oh no. You see, this time, it's not because you're foolish. Quite the opposite, in fact.
0: Go away.
3: It means...
0: means. Nothing. Scourge.
3: A A made-up title, title. plucked out of the air, said again and again and again Again. and made powerful. I
0: am warning you. Repeat
3: a lie enough times and it becomes the truth. But that's Anna's gift, isn't it? She can hear a lie lie for what it is. That's how she knows... It's how she's sure. Sure that you are what you are. You're sure too. I can taste
0: it. So what am I then? Everything
3: and nothing. Everywhere and nowhere. Air apparent to the throne of long, repeated lies. Enough. (laughs) What, 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 What did you do? What was that?
0: get out. There's
3: less of me.
0: Go! Don't look at me like that. I said don't. Wait. Because oh, I'm... I'm... I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to yell, I'm, it's not your fault, it's my fault, all of it is my fault, And I can't, I can't do this anymore, I, I just, I can't. I'm going to Anna's place. Anna? Anna? Are you here, Arlo? Anybody? Guess they're not home. All these jars of mud, (laughs) right here. She's at right is. Anna, are you here? Anna, nobody.
4: Where is everyone? It's you.
0: Yeah, sorry.
4: Well, what do you want? You've not shown up here during your little broadcast before.
0: No, uh, I was looking for Anna, actually.
4: Hmm. Yeah, well, she's been spending a lot of time here with me and the mud.
0: Yeah, Arlo mentioned.
4: I like them, too. A little odd, I'll admit, but they can hear the music and the bubbles and... Well, that's enough for me. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Cool. Uh, if Anna's not here, I'll, I'll just go then.
4: She just needs some space. I know. So, I know. what are you doing here then? I just. She's setting a boundary and you're looking for ways around it. You know, you're just like your mother.
0: <laughs> Sorry, what?
4: You know, if people don't want to be around you, they don't have to be. I know
0: that, but. but... Nothing! Sam Anna
4: What are you doing here? He was just leaving Yeah Sam Wait
0: What?
5: It's It's good to see you
0: Yeah You too Bye <laughs> God. Gods Oh Damn it I didn't mean to do that can't I do anything right? Stop it! I know. All right.
2: Sam, stop breaking things. Well, I'm
0: obviously not doing it on purpose, am I?
2: Just stop. Breathe a minute. Ugh. What in hells is going on?
0: Rightidia. What does she know about any of this? About Anna? About M?
2: Rightidia. Sam, what are you talking about?
0: You know what? She's never liked me. Not even a little bit. I don't know why I've been trying to make her happy.
2: Have you been doing that? What? Trying to make Rytidia Delphus happy.
0: I don't know. No.
2: Why does it matter whether she likes you anyway? She likes Anna. Well, that's fine, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Anna's nice.
2: Why are you so angry about it, then?
0: I don't know, Oliver. I don't know. Maybe it's because she's... My was M's lover or whatever, and she did nothing to step in, stop what happened to me when I was a kid, and now all she does is criticise me for being the way I am. Oh, maybe I wouldn't be like that if she'd noticed I exist.
2: She's... she's not your mother, Sam.
0: I'm not an idiot, Oliver. I know she's not my mother, because my mother was an even bigger asshole than this.
2: Yes. Yes, she was. And she's gone.
0: My titty- hates me. And now all I have is this stupid show, and this stupid... Me.
2: Oh, Magpie.
0: I I don't know why I'm doing this anymore. I'm so lost. I'm so... It's just... It's alright. No. No, it isn't okay. And I wish you'd stop trying to tell me that it is. It is so, so far from okay. Everything is on fire all the time. And I don't understand how you're just acting like it's fine.
2: Things have been on fire for me for a long time, Magpie.
0: So what? I just get used to... To just burning all the time?
2: I... I suppose so.
0: Yes. I I don't believe you.
2: Magpie, maybe you just need to take a break. Step back from it all. Maybe it's not as serious as you think it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Sam, I... Uh,
0: you were saying I should just get used to it. Well... You know what? Actually, you're right. I am taking this too seriously. Here.
2: What are you doing? That's a microphone. What for? Finish the show. What do you mean?
0: I mean what I said. Finish the show.
2: But it's not my show.
0: Oh, that doesn't matter, does it? Because it's not really that important in the grand scheme of things. Really, is it?
2: So, you do it. Sam, you're being ridiculous.
0: (laughs) Sure. Okay, well, have fun.
2: Where are you going? Out. Out. Are you coming back? Yes. When? Later. Later than what? Oh. Yes. Quite. I uh. Uh huh. You're very. Fluffy. Yes. I get the impression you're trying to help me, but... Should I? Okay. Uh, Hello? Oliver. Oh, Anna.
5: This is the Spirit Box radio line. What are you doing on it?
2: I have no idea. Sam just... He, he, he left.
5: What do you mean, he left?
2: He just got up and walked out.
5: Out of the room?
2: Out of the flat. Uh, where did he go? He just said, out. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Why were you calling, Anna? He...
5: Uh, he just came to try looking for me. I I've been too hard on him, I think. It's just... Kitty, I don't know... It's a lot to process. My sister is an arcane being because my brother brought her back from the dead. There are a lot of swings and roundabouts. A lot to get my head around.
2: So, were you going to apologise? For what? That's a no, then.
5: You you think I need to apologise for finding it difficult to process my sister becoming, I don't know, undead?
2: No. You need to apologise for stonewalling Sam when his life is going to pieces.
5: Wait, wait, wait. His life is going to pieces. Last time I looked, I was the one engaged to an empty puppet. I was the one left out of the loop when Sam brought back Kitty, which everyone knew about, including you and half the nation's Arcanists. And I was the only one left behind when everyone went storming off to find the man in the flat cab. Not a word of explanation. And when finally. Finally, someone bothered to fill me in. It was Kitty, because Sam couldn't bring himself to tell me about it to my face.
2: I got the impression that all happened rather quickly. And they weren't looking for the man in the flat cap. They were trying to save me.
5: Oh, from the man in the flat cap, same difference.
2: Aside from everything else, Anna, you're human. If you'd gone with Sam and the others, you could have been killed.
5: So what? If Sam can just... Put me back together again like a complicated jigsaw. Do
2: you want that?
5: Of course I don't want that. Who would want that?
2: I can understand your frustration, but you have no idea what the past few months have been like. You've not been here. You have no idea what it's like.
5: If he had just told me...
2: (laughs) Oh, of course. I wonder why he might be apprehensive about sharing things with you. You've been so supportive of him in the past.
5: Well, you know all about that, wouldn't you? You knew the entire time you've known him that he was entangled in this conspiracy to end the world or whatever and you didn't tell him.
0: Oh, my gods. Would you two stop? Sam?
5: You heard that. Yes.
0: It's on the show. The show is me. Or I'm the show. I don't know how it works. It's interconnected, whatever. The specifics don't matter. You'll both be massive cocks.
5: Sam Oh
0: my Are you gonna lecture me about swearing, seriously? I Look, go to sleep. It's gone three and you are not a night owl. I'll see you tomorrow for coffee if you want to talk. When well, you're not exhausted and annoyed I showed up at Right Chiddy's, which she was right, was a mistake. Sam. Good night, Anna. Night. And you Oliver. What? What the hell? What? You're my partner. You're supposed to...
2: I'm supposed to what?
0: I I don't know. I don't need you to fight my battles. Don't snap at Anna. It's not her fault.
2: I'm sorry. It's okay.
0: Just... Why were you so mad?
2: I don't know. I don't like it when people treat you badly.
0: Sometimes it's like you try to do all your feelings about what's happening when I'm not around. No, I don't. You don't know what it's been like. You can't honestly expect me to believe that wasn't about what it's been like to live with me.
2: I I didn't think you'd hear.
0: That's the thing. You don't need to protect me from your response to all of this. We're supposed to be a couple.
2: We're supposed to be a team. I don't want you to feel like a burden.
0: This is what I'm talking about. This bullshit. That's what makes me feel like a burden. Not you having feelings in response to really difficult shit. Like... Earlier, I got so angry at you because it's so clear you've been feeling it too. All the stress I've been under, but you just won't acknowledge it. Even when it was right there for you to just speak out and talk about it, you didn't. All that crap about being used to being on fire. You aren't used to it, Oliver. You just learn to bite back the screaming and you don't have to.
2: I just don't want to add to everything that's going on.
0: I promise you're not. When you talk about stuff, it helps.
2: I... I I don't know. I just... You just what? This is precarious. This? Sam, you are... Sometimes it feels like this could all be gone any moment. You and I, the way it all is. What do you mean? I mean, Sam, your death. The ender of everything.
0: Wait. You don't think I'm going to do it?
2: No, of course I don't.
0: So what are you saying?
2: I just... It feels like there's this tiny, precious instance where you and I can meet and be together. And... And what? I don't want to lose you.
0: Well, the good news is neither of us can die. Yes. It's going to be all right, love. Love. You're right, but when you say it like you do, it makes me feel like there's something wrong with me for being afraid.
2: There isn't. Of course there isn't.
0: There's nothing wrong with you being afraid either.
2: Thank you. So what now?
0: I end a show, I guess. For good? No. Just for now. Spiritbox Radio is a Hanging Saw Studios podcast, written, directed, edited, and produced by Aira Major. This episode starred Ripley Leatherbarrow as Rotidia Delphus, Alex Pileber-Richardson as Anna, and Will J. Cummings as Oliver Bullen, plus Assorted Cats as Revel, and Aira Major as Sam Enfield. With special thanks to our crowdfunding co-producer, Bryn E. Albert. If you enjoy the show and want early access and bonus content, you can help us by supporting us on patreon.com forward slash Hanging Studios. Spirit Box Radio is recorded in front of a dead studio audience.
1: Tune in, get spooky.